Just some podcast media. The past opinions expressed on various pleasures are those of the host and the guests and do not represent any views of any organizations that we may volunteer for or be employed by. Listeners should be aware that there may, most likely, be profanity and discussions on topics that may require a little discretion. You have been warned. I came from the mud. There's dirt on my hands. Strong like a tree. There's roots where I stand. Oh, I Welcome, welcome everybody to a phenomenally awesome episode of Buried Pleasures. I'm your hostess, Pollyanna Amazing, and tonight I have a fucking awesome guests. <laughs> Permission to come aboard, Captain. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Pixie. How are you tonight? Fantastic. How are you, Pollyanna? Well, I'm not as good as those boobs are right there. Boy, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> I crafted my, uh, I, I got them. A- from my mother actually I like no that. i actually got them from my father's side oh. how weird is that not weird at all <laughs> not here on buried pleasures <laughs> cheers come aboard oh my gosh so thanks for joining me tonight for this uh pirate queen party that we're having yes and uh we got a little late start because if anyone knows seattle tra- uh traffic sucks awful on friday well every day but fridays especially so we are here we're ready to go we have drinks and did you say that you have a little uh guessing game going on 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 twitter space i do i asked everybody to guess my drink by the time hopefully somebody will guess it but we've got a couple of good guesses but they're just not there on twitter space so i'll give anybody who's guessed my drink um stickers to my podcast i love it i love your logo for your podcast so let's talk about you who are you where did you come from and thank you for being in my life but anyway <laughs> just go what, what's up well my name is pixie i am the hostess of next on stage one podcast i i was a retired stripper um i've been dancing for 22 years so which makes me very seasoned on the high sea so uh, I have a co-host and he is also a male dancer nice. and we talk about everything in the nightlife under that umbrella where we ask the dumb questions, we tell good stories, uh, we get drunk during the show, we uh, might partake in some of the Denver high life and it's nothing but a good time that, uh, I mean, there's, there's a couple of bad curse words, but it's all in good fun. We don't do politics and we don't do religion on the show. Awesome. Well, I mean, those are two things that could stay out of podcasting for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks for coming here uh, with me and you're drinking. I'm having a little drink issues. Um, 
We're definitely going to have fun. I remember you telling me that you had some really awesome music to go along with this show. Is that still I a do. thing? Yeah. Let okay. me see if I can. I, I, I don't know if you can. It's TikTok music. Oh, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> Let's not do any kind of infringing on anybody's copyright laws because Jesus Lord, have mercy. We don't need that up in here tonight. Right. <laughs> but the reason why I love you so much, honestly, is because this girl, we started talking. I, I've really started to embrace myself on Twitter, by the way. Um, I really am fucking loving that. But it's really cool to find other people who are like-minded, who like to have fun and also like to have conversations. So thank you for accepting me on Twitter as a uh, colleague. I am so happy that you're fucking here. <laughs> so what I'm seeing, I'm seeing in, in podcasting and on Twitter is that there's just not enough strong female voices that kind of like crash through everything. Mm -hmm. If you're a female podcaster, you need to be a little bit more loud. You need to be a little bit more unique. You need to have something that kind of stands out amongst the crowd. There's plenty of true crime out there with lots of lady podcasters, mm -hmm. but they're not breaking through that veil. They're not, they're not charging forward there it it seems like they're putting their podcast before them and they're not utilizing the talents that they have right. so i feel like it's sort of like comedy where where some people just don't want to be in that limelight yeah. and i i absolutely love it i feel like that i'm i'm kind of developing this crazy pixie character that i had in the strip club now it's on Twitter. Now it's in podcasting. Now it's like this, this wild animal that's free. <laughs> right. So I'm doing a lot of different things. That's all right. And that's what, you know, just because you uh, started out as one thing, I started out as a nurse. Now I'm a nurse practitioner, sex educator, international podcasting, giant pirate queen. I'm just saying. <laughs> your um jelly to the peanut butter podcast oh yeah and um, well he wants I, to be part of the the zoom drunken zoom meeting tonight oh he does i'm sure he does i bet <laughs> <laughs> sorry just, jason so yeah we just started pb and j table talk with pb and j i love it i think it's so cute what a cute play on names i mean that's I mean, if I could just sit and be creative all day long, that's all I would do. But somebody's got to pay the bills over here. So <laughs> I've got to do that right now. But yeah, Jason is awesome. I have some really amazing podcasting guests and friends in general um, who are helping me try to get to where I want to be. Just like you said, I want to be a strong voice of women I don't have excuses. I have ways and means, and that's how I'm going to get there. I'm just going to like, I'm getting mean, my shit. you have your own show to be able right. to bring people on, tell people good things, uh -huh. bring people up and just have a great time. I mean, this is, this is what everybody wants. If you want to be a, be some sort of like local celebrity, yeah. starting a podcast is kind of, that's, that's the thing. It totally is. And then <laughs> you can be really famous in places like Meritus. Did you ever know that there's a place called Meritus? 
Yeah. Coast of Africa or something like that. I don't even know. And I'm sorry, Sunit, if you hear me. Mm, I have, I am totally messing up where you, your home is, but um, I have people all over the world listening to me and actually reaching out to ask questions on how can they, you know, improve their sexuality, their their feelings of sexiness. Um, it's important for for women. It's important for men too. But right now we're talking about ladies. Sorry, guys, we're going to exclude you for a little bit on that. But women need strong role models. That's what we need. Yeah. And it's Absolutely. hard to find them when we haven't been taught to be the strong role model that we should have been. Well, I mean, I don't know about you. I came, well, <laughs> I'm a little bit older. I'm a little bit older. And so wait, wait I, no, you say you're a little bit older. Now I'm, I turn 41 next month. Do you do? I just uh, how much older? on the 14th. Oh, wow. I know. I work. I my, my co-host says that I'm not allowed to ask anybody what their their age is and I'm like but I have to I need to know how, how old these these lovely people are and he's all like that's rude I'm like no it's not nah, nah. I love I'll being answer. asked I, I answer if I want to and I don't if I don't but yeah. you know I've got a lovely 38 year old husband that does me just fine <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> And, um, you know, you're only as old as how is, is what you feel, right? I feel really yeah. old sometimes like my drive home today, but <laughs> sitting here, uh, back updating in my, the, the computer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen. So anyway, so I, I, we plan to do this show at a certain time. I get stuck in traffic. I come home, I flip over my computer, of course, and it's doing that once every six month download of whatever upgrady shit it needs. <laughs> and I'm just. So I'm, but I feel good now. I'm awesome. I, I feel relaxed. I'm super happy to be here because what we're going to do yeah. is talk about strong ass women. I appreciate a strong ass woman. And I want to know more about you. Tell us. Yeah. Oh, Tell feel me. free to ask me any, I, I'm going to drink and Drinking. eventually this uh, mixer of elixir is going to uh, loosen these lips as we sink these ships. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you will be my first mate every time. Every time I do a group, yeah, I'm telling you, you're gonna be right there, right hand man. That's you. I did. I only had one good, positive, strong role model in my life mm -hmm. before I got older, and that was my grandmother. My mother was not sure. I guess she was strong. She she worked two to three jobs. She she wasn't a stay home mom. She did what she wanted. She didn't listen to my father. My father and my mother, they got divorced at a young age. Mm -hmm. And my life was not really very positive. Uh, it was kind of like, it, it was kind of a whirlwind. And the only positive person I had was my grandmother. Mm -hmm. She was this beautiful woman that, you know, she, she made dinner, she kept her house immaculate, she knew she, she always had her hair and makeup done. And she was just this beautiful, like wonderful woman. And, and not, and I didn't get enough of that. I feel like in my life. So, so now that I'm older and that I kind of, I'm raising a mini me myself, mm -hmm. I'm kind of seeing those things that, that are toxic that I'm, I'm pulling back away from that I'm, I'm graduating towards people that are strong, independent women. That's and then I'm, need. you know, I'm like, I'm like, I talk to my mom like twice a year, yeah. just because of, we don't really see eye to eye, you gotcha. know? And, 
but there, but there's other women that I've sort of adopted uh-huh. and I talk to, and it's more of a network of, of good women. And that's right. what really matters to me. And that's, what's important. I, I personally came from a long line of really strong and opinionated and um, <laughs> I don't even know what you would want to call them. They were strong ladies, very, very strong. And um, my grandmother, honestly, do you want to talk about a badass? This is, this is how <laughs> I like to tell people this story because it really does shoot home to me. Cause I have daughters, I have a 16 year old and 18 year old daughters. Um, and I often remind them of this story. My grandmother grew up in rural Kentucky and her family was unable to afford to keep basically to feed her and that sort of thing. So our, um, uh, their neighbors down the road had money and could pay her as a housekeeper. And so they kept her as their housekeeper. And that's where she met my grandpa who was 20 and she was 12 and then they got married, you know, like, okay. To my grandfather, he was but, always a beautiful person to me, but think about that, how that spins. But how life. long ago was that? That was probably the 19, what, 1940s? 1920s, actually, I think. 1920s. That's a long time. That's, yeah. that's a hundred years ago. It's, but still it's, it's there, it's, you know, it's 19, crazy. It's yeah. There. It's there. And so yeah. I say twenties, maybe thirties. I know my mom was born in 48. So let's think about that. It was, she was <laughs> the youngest of eight. I have to think about that. But anyway, regardless, that still happened. You know, even in my, like I tell people, I know I growing up in Kentucky in the sixth grade, there were four girls in my class that were pregnant. Now that's you're mm-hmm. 11, 12, maybe 13 when you're in the sixth grade. That's just the culture of where I came from. You know, like you're, you pretty much marry your high school sweetheart and that's the end of your life. Basically. Unless he cheats on you. And then oh, you, then, sure. then you take that child and you become a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> There's no strip clubs back home. Anyway, no, <laughs> I, I actually made it to 17. So, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a little bit, hey, listen, I, I feel, I feel like wrong with it. I feel like that kind of education mm-hmm. it, that you have to be able to willing to talk to your right. children and educate them. I don't believe that it should be on the school system I, to I agree with educate you. your child. I, I think it, I think it should be parents willing to openly we're we're adults now. Right. We can have a sex talk with a child in a way that's reasonably age for that child. Mm -hmm. if they're three you say when a mommy and a daddy love each other you know you know you do those kind of things age appropriate I get it right age appropriate you're not just like showing them hey this goes into this I'm like right yeah you're you're gonna be a little bit better about it you know I hopefully oh go ahead sorry I was gonna say hopefully we're we're sort of more evolved than our our parents and then our grandparents We've got all of these educational books that we don't have to fail our children nowadays. Right. Absolutely. And I have, in my experience, I have friends who are way over on one side of, they won't know anything until they get married and they learn it themselves or all the way to the ones who start teaching them when they're like infant children. (laughs) So I'm kind of, I'm a little more in the middle of that other than I started 
you know, one of the things I started to do whenever I was beginning to teach Tantra to couples and what have you, is that I put out there that I will teach sex education to your child. I mean, I'm a board certified family practice nurse practitioner. So I have some, you know, knowledge of things, but kids don't want to know just the little basic stuff when they are starting to ask you, they want to know how do things work. And so when they're curious, if you don't let them know, what the heck are you going to do? So in the instance of my 16 year old daughter, when she was in maybe seventh grade, we were in rural Ohio. She goes, they have a class called abstinence till marriage. If you've never heard of this, they give little cards that say ATM on them. Okay. Abstinence till marriage. And if you're out there listening to my show and this is awful for you, please just disregard it. But I'm going to say it abstinence till marriage. If you teach kids that that's how you get how the world is now. It doesn't work. Hello. It doesn't work. This is not how, I mean, that's not how biology works. That's not how curiosity works. And no, do I want my sixth grader to go out and have relations with people? No, that's not it. It's, you know, everything is based on your own maturity and that sort of thing, but abstinence till marriage. And then my daughter, of course, because she's been raised in this home where we talk freely, um, they can ask me questions, you know, how much time on this planet do we have? Ask me all you can while I'm here. Right. And my daughter stood up in class because they wanted them to sign the back of the ATM cards, abstinence till marriage, right? That you pledge that you will not have sex until after you get married. And my daughter stood up and said, nope, my mom doesn't say that at all. (laughs) My mom says that if you love somebody, then you should, you should be able to feel like you can share that love and you shouldn't be scared or afraid of expressing yourself with your body either. And, and that's what I have always told them. I think we should be teaching children consent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, is it okay to touch you? Is it, is it okay to do this? Boundaries okay and consent. Boundaries, Boundaries and, gi- and give, give the children their proper respects. When yeah. you're telling a girl, she's 16, she's in high school to cover up, but you're letting boys dress however they want. Yeah. You're not giving that. You're not giving them the same respect. You're giving both. You're right. not. T- you're not doing any of the mental health. You're not doing any of the checkup. You're not helping them through. Uh, it's not the school's job. But if if you're treating one and not treating the other, and you're not treating it all in consent, mm-hmm. it, it 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 works both ways. Right. Right. Both those- both both genders should be able to. You should be able to tell them, look, it is not okay if X, Y, and Z happens. You need to be able to know that you need to be this kind of age. You need to know this is what's going to happen. You need to, those kind of things need to be available for children. If, if the parents want to have this happen, it, if I, I, apparently they're teaching the abstinence till marriage, yeah. so they need to have some sort of better sex talk. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're already getting that, that approval from the school. Right. right. So you know, might as well give good information. Absolutely. It was, um, it was really a stunning thing for me to get a phone call about that, about that class, about what my daughter had said, because geez, you know, 
I, I can't unteach her what I've already taught her. And I refuse to at that. She is a wonderful and fantastic, brilliant mind in there. And she's growing. And when you tell a girl, oh, you need to cover up because boys can't control themselves, honey. Yeah, no, that's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. What are you supposed to do with that information as a girl? No wonder women are afraid because we've been meant, we've been made to be afraid. Yeah. Yeah, Don't do this. Don't stand that way. Don't touch that. Don't, you know, that needs to be longer. Your, yeah. Your hair needs. Yeah. All of those things, whatever they are, all of that. Yeah. And and then there's the other part of it is that there's not enough mental health resources. There's not an, you've got, you've got one mental health individual in the school per every, I don't, more than 30 kids per person. Mm -hmm. You've got them, you've got them sick. You've got so many kids in high school, you got four different years and you've got them corralled between A through A through F. And then, you know, they they don't have it. They don't have it enough where if somebody is having an issue or if they're being pressured, there's not enough resources. There's not enough. I feel like children, they don't get their due. And, and when children are forced to be in, to be adults before they're ready to be adults, you know, mm-hmm. if you fuck like rabbits, you're bound to have bunnies. Right. Those kinds of things happen. And right. and I'm one of those people who did that, who didn't have the resources. I, I didn't have a mother who wanted to teach me how to put on makeup, how to how to be lady. Like I, <laughs> I'm very tomboy. Yeah. I'm very um, boisterous, you know, yeah. and. And that's who I am. But it would have been nice to have somebody other than her say, no, don't do that. Explain it to me. Tell me what's going on. Be real with me. A lot of, not everybody's going to be on the same mental page, but it would be nice to, to have those resources available throughout all of the schools. I mean, a little bit more education goes a long way. Right. Well, it's so hard to get mental health providers these days. I mean, the the need is so heavy and, you know, that's the thing. That's kind of one of the things that I think about frequently um, after being in healthcare for all these years is that as a healthcare provider, you give away your entire life to other people. (laughs) And I can understand, like, I get that dichotomy that you need it but I don't want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? Um, it's really terrible, but there are, you have to be so guarded with yourself anymore. There's so many terrible things going on, but there's so many great things going on, which again, you were talking about tabletop of PB and J. We're going to talk more about really cool and positive things so that we don't have to sit in that hate rhetoric 24 seven. It's just, just have a nice time that's it nice day nice whatever I think I think it's great I think we need more everybody goes I don't want to be so positive well you know if if we're all negative all of the time I mean that weighs down on you just just about being positive I think being positive and being a little bit kind to a random complete stranger I think that could really help somebody even in the long run, you don't know what somebody else is going through. You're right. I totally agree with you. That's what my, my major thing. I tell every patient that I see every day that I work, 
if I can make you laugh or make you feel good for at least five minutes out of this entire visit, then that, that will exponentially keep going and going and going. And so I've affected maybe 25 people in a day, but maybe they've done another 25 themselves and then over and over and over again. And I'm eternally optimistic. My mother ruined me by naming me Pollyanna because they really took it to heart, right? She always right. wanted me to be happy and helpful, oh, whatever. Um, I really do try to live by that and it's not done me wrong for sure. No, it's a good thing. It's yeah. a good thing. I, I love being positive. I love having, uh, well, I'm also one of those people who love love. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm a hopeless romantic where I think that yes, people can be happy. People can do whatever they put their thoughts and dreams towards that. You know, you're not just, you're not a tree. You don't have to just stay here and be miserable. And those are, those are things that people look at me and go, what is she talking about now? <laughs> I mean, we don't, we don't have to live in this right. society and culture and just, we're just bombarded all of the time about all of this negativity. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to get you down. Just turn it off and go outside and play. I don't know. Right? It, it doesn't have to be so bad. You're right. You're right. And you know, there are so many cool things to do that are free. Yeah. So oh, don't yeah. use that as ever as an excuse. I was, we were just in a, in a, uh, in the river today, <laughs> man, if you never have been to Washington, I know Colorado's gorgeous, but the Pacific Northwest holds something so dear to my heart. I can't even explain it. It's, it's the most angelic and wonderful thing. Every time I see the scenery here, I flip and love it. Um, if you've not been, you should, you should try it. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> you guys float down like uh on inner tubes and everything oh totally totally we have kayaks we do all that stuff man the kids love it you know like and it's free and they're actually doing activities and we're all in the car together you know yeah <laughs> but i mean once you get there and you get in and then everybody's dead tired at the end it's a win-win situation for everybody so i highly suggest it um if you don't get to it'll be a shame <laughs> Oh, it sounds fantastic. I'm planning a, a big camping trip for my birthday. I've got, I've got all kinds of big hopes and dreams right now. Nice. Uh, so you never know. I, I mean, getting out, breathing fresh air, getting good sunlight on your face and your, I'm, I'm a redhead. Well, a fake redhead, but I, I have a lot of freckles all over and I'm, I'm really sunburnt right now. And, and those are the kind of things like, I still want to go out. I still want to play, but I mean, the sun hates me. So it's fine. <laughs> it's all right. I have a whole house full of ginger kids. So it's, all good. <laughs> <laughs> we're all, we're all very pale, very freckly. You just can't. Yes. I mean, yes. so um, <laughs> anyway, back to positive, strong female role models. I know you said your grandma was yours. Um, do you find now that I know you're going to have this 41st birthday? Is that what you said? 41st. Jeepers girl. You're still baby. No. Anyway. Um, who do you <laughs> think, who do you think you're the role model for and think back about that? I mean, and not even your mini me, I know you said you have, but, um, I mean, like think about who you've worked with and somebody that like 
that's one of the things I've noticed lately that we really don't put stock into what we do to affect other people's lives. I had a friend on the show a couple of weeks ago, um, and she told me that I saved her life once. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't remember that. She's like, no, I came into the emergency room. You did da da da, And you saved my life. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. And I was like, Oh, well now I want to cry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so like, think about that. You don't even remember what you may have done for somebody. You, you may not have any idea that you did something for somebody and whatever it was that you did really impacted them to the point where now, even though you have no idea, they're shooting positive energy to you every time they think of you. That's an amazing thought. It I is. Um, I, I like to, when I, when I was in the strip club, I had a lot of like, everybody was younger in the strip club because every year the new girls would come in and I would always, I, I was the house mom. So I would always try and, I, I would try and like scoop them up before like the bad girls get to them. Because once the bad girls get their claws into a new girl, it's drugs, it's, it's other activities, mm-hmm. it's a bad work worth ethic, you know, they're doing all kinds of dumb shit. I'm like, look, listen, if you just listen to me, I can help you make all kinds of money. What I need you to do is don't, don't hang out with that person and don't hang out with that person. I need you, I need you to just listen to me just once, Linda. Just listen, Linda. Just, just give me just a moment of your attention. And I've talked to so many beautiful women yeah. who have, they've, they've graduated from college. They're going through college right now. They started a business. They're, they're taking care of things. So many just fantastic single moms that they're just amazing. And it's, it's really cool to be able to interact and talk with those people and, and have such like, well, kind of a sisterhood, huh? you know, and it, it, it sounds kind of cheesy, but strippers and people that have been sort of in this umbrella of sex work, they, they kind of know already what you're going through and they, they, they're sort of softer sort sometimes sometimes they're they're individualistic and they don't care about anybody else and they're just there to make money but when you get down to the core of it there's a lot of fantastic women and they would give you the shirt off their back Uh just to be able to help you as long as you don't screw the as long as you don't screw them over they're going to give you the shirt off their back right even if you do screw them over they'll probably still give you the shirt off their back (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean not before those hoops go and shoes are off let's go (laughs) well well, there is there's sort of a a a mentality in dancers that you know those ladies the ones that actually give a shit they're really kind they're really sweet they're they're independent they're very strong and they're willing to put themselves out for for their customers, for their friends, for their families. And sometimes there's a lot of takers in that realm of people. And they just kind of, uh, well, they take advantage of those really lovely people. So I, it, it's really, it's, it's interesting to be able to, you know, help people mentor toward them and kind of 
guide them in sort of a way. I'm kind of a mama bear in the strip club. So mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I might have I'll thought that about you. That's why I asked. <laughs> somebody. It, it's not it's not the first time or the last time. And I think I'm sort of transitioning that over into podcasting where I'm I'm starting to grab new podcasters and mm -hmm. bring them in and like yeah. kind of shake them till like the lights come on and yeah. tell them, hey, look, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this, and th this could really help you. And I, I think that's where I'm going with my my podcast journey. Yeah. Is is yeah. trying to be a leader instead right. of just a um a social media menace. <laughs> <laughs> Social media menace pixie. That's you. Yeah. Um, that no, you know, it'd be super cool is that one day that we're all sitting at the long table of all of these amazing or at the top of the list of the most amazing female podcasters for 20 years. That's where I want it. Let's, let's do that. Can we do that? We'll both be in our sixties. Yeah. We'll be baller still doing sex podcasts. That's what, you know what, this is one of the funniest things ever. I always tell my kids, like, I can't wait till your grandkids can only hear their mammal Pollyanna. Oh, by the way, I'm not mammal. It'll be pretty. I'm, I'm, I will be known as pretty Pollyanna. I just, I decided <laughs> I wanted, I wanted Baba Yaga. Oh, nice. Because well, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to scare the children. John Wick. Baba Yaga. Is actually, actually, Baba Yaga is. Oh, Baba Yaga. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. a very scary folklore. Right. And uh, I think I thought it'd be cute is if my grandkids called me Baba Yaga. You're so funny. And then, and then awesome. somebody would hear that. Um, Baba Yaga, somebody made me angry. And so like, uh, I'll be like, who did it? Who, who, who made my sweet, innocent children? And I could just I could just become the crazy grandmother. And that then I could mess up at Comic-Cons handing out jewels to children. <laughs> oh my gosh we have to we're gonna be friends until we're in our like hundreds this is awesome this is the first time that we've actually talked to each other guys just so you know um and it's as if that this is the most awesome planned out podcast ever because it is but <laughs> this is awesome i've not drank on the podcast for a long time the guys from just some podcast for advanced practitioners um, they get drunk all the time and I'm on there sometimes and it's very difficult to be on a show with two grouchy men when you're <laughs> trying to laugh about stuff, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh man. I, I, I can't tell you how refreshing this feels. It, 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 it's so nice just to be able to like giggle and laugh. And, and a lot of us need to remember that is that Sometimes you just have to break away from the herd and you got to like, just sit down and get back to the things that made you happy. If the rain makes you happy, if, if going out to the mountains, if, you know, if those little things make, make you happy, if, if sitting alone, reading a good book, enveloping yourself into a world that, that just sings to your heart, mm -hmm. take time for yourself, take just a little mental, you know, turn off the electronics, turn off the TV, get back to being happy about being alone with yourself. And if that doesn't work, well, get some friends together, a good girlfriend and, and have some drinks. 
Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. I'm so happy. Thank you. <laughs> it's very fortuitous that we have gotten together because now when we go to make our like let's say our pirate queen panel of podcasting ladies that's going to be you know pretty amazing to have a bunch of women just blowing things out of the water oh we should we should we should come up with some sort of like the commissary of crows or something <laughs> the commissary <laughs> the cackle of crows crows are just murder um, is it a murder um, it's a murder and well it's since there's only two of us it's attempted right attempted <laughs> attempted murder <laughs> i i just i think crows are really they're really intelligent they're really beautiful sure. uh they, they, they like shiny things what can i say right right <laughs> there's nothing wrong with them they're awesome um that is so funny that you said that i absolutely love you right now <laughs> <laughs> i love you too <laughs> oh man oh uh by the way no one has guessed so far my drink what is wrong with they you? are very there's lots of guesses and um nothing yet they did get the peach slices oh did they, they did get, yeah so one all this time out of i thought it was ice i swear all this time i thought there, it was yeah, ice. There's ice in there, but there's peach oh. slices. Oh, nice. I did see that's how I'm frozen peach slices. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make this drink all nice and cold. Fancy. What in the world would a girl have in a drink with peach slices? Hmm. hmm. Yes. Know. Party time, you know. <laughs> so you think that like where when you started your podcast because i know where I, I was with my podcast i wanted to teach everybody about tantric buddhism Ooh, fine. that's what i wanted but then i realized i needed to do a lot more inner work before i ever thought about doing that right like on a serious note basically you had to break them in slowly before right. you could break them right. in right. but <laughs> like guiding them right and and so that is you know like think about the sale ability let's say the sale ability of a pirate chick sex talk or tantric buddhism right right <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so that was a thing and after I, you know, the reason why I even first started doing podcasting is because the guys from um, Just Some Podcast were looking for nurse practitioners that have weird jobs, right? All side jobs. And I had known Tom, who is one of uh, the podcasters, and his best friend, Ben, was like, dude, bring her on the show. And so we did this show and it was the most fun stuff. I was like starstruck immediately. Like I was so happy and elated that I needed to do it immediately again. Like, come on, ask me to be on the show again, please. It's it's yeah. like it's like, like crack cocaine. It's like a it's like a hit of dopamine yeah, every time. Sure. Because, Cause you as long as it's you know it's a fun conversation, you're like, yes, I want more. I need this. And it's 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 something like the we crave 
as people, we crave that, like listening to stories, yeah. the passing on of information, mm-hmm. all of these good things. And then, and then it's in an audio form and I can listen to it again if I want. Right. This is fantastic. Right. Hit me again. Hit right. me. It's like, right. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and that's what I wanted. I was like, dude, I'm struck. I'm done. Let's get it. Come on. And when I told my husband that I want to start a podcast, he's like, right, let's not, let's not even do like, what are you, what are you thinking? And then I said, but we'll get to buy new gadgets, right? Like new technology. Oh, he was down immediately. (laughs) He's like, oh yeah, hell yeah. New technology. Let's go. So he was, you know, we were at, and and this is during the pandemic, obviously too. And (laughs) so can you find any piece of furniture, equipment, any kind of anything in the Seattle area? That would be a no, because all the tech companies sent everybody home to work from home. There were no desks, no desk chairs. I mean, like you couldn't get shit from Amazon. <laughs> it was a wreck. So um, we found this really cool uh, music store and got all kinds of mics set up and you know all that all the stuff that you need to have an effective podcast that I don't even use half the time (laughs) I I was um I was still in the strip club when I I was at basically asking strippers you know if I did a one-on-one with you would you be willing to tell your story because I I feel like you have an interesting story and that strippers have interesting stories and they lead interesting lives And this could be such a positive because you're a good person. I wasn't asking like everybody to be on my podcast. I was just asking the, the handful of girls that I, I knew and I trusted that, that, that could hold a conversation that could look you in the eyes, you know? And I I was like, what would the format be? What would it look like? And I was like, do, do I sit down and write a whole bunch of questions? Do I go off like, off the cuff what what is it gonna look like and then the pandemic hit like everybody was all excited like I had an I had a name for my show which was next on stage one I was really excited that it was gonna be about strippers I knew nothing about podcasting my husband's like if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do I went out and I bought a hundred dollar mic all before right right before the pandemic hit I bought a Behringer I bought I bought mic stand, uh, yeah, mic stands. I bought, I bought too much stuff because it was all uh, stripper money, and stripper money is a lot different than regular money because it it spends a lot faster. Oh yeah. So I, I here I am thinking everything's gonna be okay. Pandemic hits, they yeah. closed down the bars. We were like the first people that were like, okay, fine, I get it. We're we're sitting on people's laps like cats. Uh, maybe we should like close down the bar and just be safe. That's fine. We, we closed down the bar. I was okay. Cause my husband was still working. Everything was fine. I, I had a little bit of like fun savings. <laughs> Everything was fine. Uh, my husband decided that he was going to jump from that job to owning his own business at the same time and things just kind of snowballed. I actually bought something that I wasn't supposed to buy that was not podcast related. Yeah, so you're gonna laugh at me. Um, <laughs> I'm, I 
I'm a little nerd, just a small one, just a <laughs> tiny chipmunk of a nerd. Mm -hmm. And I bought what an action figure that had <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay to laugh because the story gets better. Mm -hmm. Um Hasbro Pulse does crowdfunding for action figures. Mm -hmm. And the action figure was uh, a Marvel Hasbro Sentinel who happens to be 26 inches tall, six inches thick, has more than uh, 32 points of articulation. I bought it back in, in August, almost a year ago. Yeah. And guess what? I don't have, I don't have it yet. Oh, it's still being produced. Oh my God. I spent $350 on an action figure I don't even own <laughs> during the pandemic with stripper money. Cheers. <laughs> well, live your dream, folks. Live your dream. That's right. Well, stripper money's money. Spins all the same. Yeah. And so so here I am with the podcast. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Um my my old boss from I used to do private parties and my old boss, he just hits me up and goes, Hey, would you like to do a podcast about action figures? I'm like, strange <laughs> enough, would you like to do a podcast about strippers? And he said, yes. And I said, yes. And so we kind of got together. And we talked about it. He had a blue snowball uh, microphone, oh, which yeah. is terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we decided that we were going to record four episodes before we started we did a whole bunch of research um our first four episodes sounded like we were talking in a long hallway it was <laughs> terrible yeah there might have been two cans with a with a string strung together <laughs> that's what it sounded like it's very tinny you know but yeah, yeah. the stories are really good the the chemistry <laughs> is really good the other podcast didn't get off the ground but but next on stage one did. So it's kind of one of those things is that you've got to jump for what you want, even if you don't know what that is. Right. And it's okay if it changes too in the middle. It's okay if it right? changes. <laughs> it's always okay and if it, it changes. <laughs> and it totally has. We have um, 44 episodes. Some yeah. of those are bonus. Um, we do our seasons about 20, well, we do our seasons at 25 episodes each. So we're looking at um, doing 50 episodes. We're, we're getting real close. We'll get, we'll hit 50 episodes and we'll hit our one year mark right at the same time. Nice. And, and it's, it's been, it's been a fucking journey. It's been like this, this awesome thing. Cause every weekend I get to hang out with my friend Jay and we get to talk nerd shit and we get to talk stripper stuff and we just get to have such a good time where it lasts for hours. That's so cool. And sometimes you just need that. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you. That's kind of what like in all honesty, um, John from Lost Losers and Colin from Trash Panda. That's why I freaking absolutely love their Skype calls because it's like, I swear, I think I'm homesick sometimes. That's why I like to listen to them all together. 
<laughs> like my family's not around anymore and they're always talking about something absolutely fucking ridiculous like beyond ridiculous shit and it's like oh okay five hour energies what you had what okay all right cheers <laughs> when i used to play magic the gathering that's what they all did was five hour energy drinks and it's like you guys are ridiculous he's like I knew one guy who was selling them to other magic players <laughs> during tournaments. He's all like, yeah, I got the good stuff. No, I, I only have the regular flavor. You should have asked me in the beginning. I would, I'd like the berry in the back. You know, you really got to try. I was all like, are you really hustling five hour energy drinks to these poor men in here that are, are trying to play a magic card game? Lord. <laughs> lord there you go cheers <laughs> cheers I, i've done so many weird things that that i'm just trying to figure out where i'm trying to be right in life you know a lot of people don't hit that that mark till they get to 40. Right. a lot of people kind of they just paddle so fast to stay in place and and that's what i've been doing all of this time I, I, I was a postal worker. I, I, I worked at a card game shop. I've done everything from modeling to fans only to being a stripper to, well, adult, other adult work, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of interesting to see the develop of my character and who I want to be. There's always been that foundation of who I don't want to be. So I, so I've been steadfast on the things that I like, the things, basically my line in the sand. Yeah. I, I've always, I've always demanded, you know, consent and respect mm -hmm. and, and just the core base values that everybody should have. Right. And so when it, when it comes to putting myself out on the internet and, and taking my clothes off for money, you know, it's always been about is this what i want mm -hmm. is this how i want to treat myself you know and yeah. and when it when it gets too far and people cross that boundaries i'm i'm completely good at breaking somebody's face nice <laughs> it, yeah so you know you got you kind of gotta know where you're gonna go with with your life you know and yeah. if it takes you till you get to 40 that's okay Right. And maybe sometimes even after 40. And sometimes after 40. I mean, again, shit changes every day, dude. That's why I always tell my kids, listen, you can make a decision. You will have to face the consequences of that decision, but also you can change your mind as many times as you want. Yeah. That's how life Pick a star and go for it. Right. Right. And that's what I think I've tried to do. And I'm so glad that I met you too, because I want to surround myself with people who are, you know, you're reaching for the stars. That's what we're doing. We're, we're talking, we're like, we're learning about other people. All this shit is super cool. And it just makes you think more. And the fact that you're thinking more that's that's what we need we need to think more we need to collaborate more we need to do all kinds of cool shit so that other people can reap the benefits of that positive energy we're putting out there that's my thought on that yeah and 
And I think if we're open to discussion and open to learning things and 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 willing to, if something's wrong, say, hey, can you help me with that? Yeah. That really matters because a lot of people, most people will just continue down a certain path without asking for help. And and if we could just be like, hey, could you help me with that? Oh, sure, I can help you with that. Right. It's not a problem. Right. It as long as you ask. Right. And then as long as I say a request, okay. <laughs> not an expectation. Yes. That's it. You're requesting. You're not expecting it to happen, but you're requesting. And I think that your intention behind that is exactly what what it makes it what it is. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Okay. It is. It really is. And this is so much fun. This is I think fun. I'm gonna another, I think I'm going to need another drink. Well, I. <laughs> I wonder if I can get my pool boy to, to oh serve God, me some. So I want to eat dinner, but I'm also intrigued about more stuff with you. I'm wondering, should what we, do you need? What I was going to say, should we cut this one short and then have you on again? <laughs> like I'll a, come back. I'll I'll ask permission permission to come aboard all of the time. You know you what? Just I swear nobody that. said that until you, and so now I'm so happy. I, well, I think when you send out like requests, you need to be like, as the captain, everybody asks to, for permission to come aboard. Oh, you know, now you now you gotta you're asked. They have to ask for permission to to be part. You know, you're asking for permission to record. Right. So now it's permission to to be part of this this awesome thing that you're building. Man, that's why I always say, like, when people are on Twitter asking for new podcasts, I'm like, jump on board. Very pleasures. Oh, man. That's what we can do. So, <laughs> so, so what I need you to do is yeah. I need you to use that podcast recommendation. I need you and your, and your followers to use this podcast recommendation. Absolutely. Don't just throw it out. Don't, don't, when you use that podcast recommendation, somebody's willing to ask you that question but you need to ask them an open-end question you know like what's your favorite buried pleasure oh see that's awesome so and and when you ask that question they're, they're asking hey does anybody have any um podcast recommendations uh -huh. well let me ask you a question what's your favorite buried pl pleasure yeah and then they they'll say something something like maybe a kink maybe maybe they're into anime you can be like well i want to recommend buried pleasures so and then and then have your listeners promote you give you word of mouth that's the best thing that they can do for you yeah it really is i I'm know kidding. you are a wealth of information all oh, of girl, the little tiny package over there you're Jeez. more than welcome to pick this brain because i feel like i'm I'm not very good at like execution, but I'm very good at like thought process. <laughs> I like it because I have zero thought process right now, other than I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you can't well, with, speak and record at the same time when you're hungry. <laughs> well, with that, let's uh, cheers, cheers and I'll give you my salutations. Cheers. And wait, uh, thank you. Please, Pixie, tell me all again, where can they find you? Where can we find you in the Twitter? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, which is next on stage one. 
it'll have pixie in my awesome face and maybe copious amounts of my um chess mm -hmm. you know <laughs> i did do a really awesome photo shoot for my podcast uh but next on stage one the podcast about strippers we have 42 years in the industry me and mr j we do a new episode every monday where we talk about everything that has to do with strippers and entertainers and that that fun umbrella um you can find us anywhere available we're on apple itunes spotify we're on probably about 30 different players you can google us we'll be there <laughs> thank you pollyanna for having me on your show this was lovely Oh my gosh, thank you for being so gosh darn awesome. <laughs> I'm going to eat these peaches. Eat those peaches. They are delicious. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your evening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Water's up to my chin. Once I fight it to the very